random encounter at a broadcasting facility. A shared interest and love of all things Marvel. Excelsior! A misinterpreted program title. And behold, a podcast is born. Peter Melnick. Podcaster and comic book enthusiast. And Eddie Wilson! Upstate New York radio announcer, still with an inordinate amount of catching up to do. Peter! What are you doing? Here we go with a new episode of The Marvelists. Welcome, everyone, to The Marvelous Special Edition. Eddie Wilson flying solo for this date in January of 2023, the 17th. Mere days away from the winter edition of the Garden State Comic Fest. It's getting to be a tradition now and a new location. Let's start by welcoming Dave O here. Hey, how are you? Great to be with you again. Yeah, we should start off by, of course, having you introduce who you have with you this time around. Today with me is one of our managers, Danielle Pearson. She takes care of the logistics, the layout, stuff like that. She also is one of the people that deals with the special guests. Welcome. Welcome, Danielle. Yeah, thank you very much for uh, inviting me to be out here. Absolutely. I think it's the first time. We need to do a little bit of a, you know, back and forth with, you know, because Dave, one of one of us, it's, you know, it gets to be a little monotonous, but you know, <laughs> at least it's consistent in a sense. So Danielle may or may not be the person that if you go to Garden State Comic Fest, of course, we highly encourage that, might be the one running around, cray cray, pulling her hair up. But I have to say before I forget later in the broadcast here that this has got to be one of the friendliest, comfortable shows I've attended. Not that I've gone to a whole ton of them, but just you feel so, like I said, relaxed and at ease. It's very, very laid back, I think. Oh, definitely. We pride ourselves in that. And Danielle is a big part of that as well. We try to give you the feel of the major shows that are out there with uh, more intimacy so you can get closer to the guests and not feel the stress and anxiety. Less stress, I would say, yes. But Danielle, how much anxiety and stress and lack of sleep do you go through? I mean, is it... I'm a big fan of pre-planning. I really don't get too stressed out about this at this point. I mean, we've been doing this for quite a few years. I think we've got it down pretty pat. We're able to get everything done that we need to beforehand. That way we can focus on our vendors and attendees and just try to have a fun, enjoyable time doing it. Well, I know you can't rest on your laurels collectively or individually because we're talking about winter, a new venue. So there are challenges, I think, right there. How did this one come about? And especially the location, even if you want to start, Dave, with talking about incorporating the winter edition when that began. Well, this will be our fourth winter edition that we've had. It started out just a small show and it's grown and it's grown and the fans love it because they get to get out during the winter. It gives them something to do after the holidays. Everybody's got a little cabin fever. We were in the Rockway Mall the past two years with it and then this year I ran into somebody that works at the fairgrounds who knew who I was in White Castle (laughs) who invited me up to take a tour of the fairgrounds And, well, it worked out. They really wanted to show that they are a four-season facility now. They have a state-of-the-art building on site with heat, Wi-Fi, full uh, AV. It's going to be actually a really great time. We're looking real forward to it. And the fairgrounds has been nothing but nice. They've bent over backwards to make us feel welcome. And we think this could be the start of a really great relationship. All right. Well, first and foremost, I have to get this out of the way, Dave. Which White Castle? It was the one in Ledgewood. 
Okay, gotcha. Now, if you're not familiar, Sussex County Fairgrounds, Augusta, New Jersey, Sussex County, New Jersey. A couple of people I've spoken to said it's in the middle of nowhere. But if you're from the area, especially, I've only known that location to be summertime, August, and I've only been there to that area maybe once or twice. It's a very busy season, especially in the summertime. But now, like you're saying, Dave, becoming a four-season facility. Well, this whole area up here has been becoming a four-season facility and area due to everybody moving out towards Sussex, plus we have the ski areas. So a lot of people have been coming up here for years. We did have some people that said, oh, my God, you're moving it so far away. But in actuality, it's only about 25 minutes from Rockaway. And on the flip side of that coin, we've always drawn huge numbers from the Scranton area, the Middletown area, and northern New Jersey that they were pretty excited to finally have a show in their backyard where they did not have to travel. And let's face it, there's not a lot to do up here in the winter. So a lot of people, a lot of families are actually really looking forward to this. The buzz has been really good. Well, I'm sure you're both happy. It's a little closer for you this time around. Yes. I actually live in Sussex, so uh, it works out for me because I'm only 12 minutes away from the fairgrounds, where instead of having to drive 40 minutes to Morristown each time. We were very happy with the Rockaway Mall, especially for a winter show. It had everything. You were able to be indoors. You didn't have to worry about it. It had the restaurant. It really did work out. But unfortunately, the space that we were using in there, Simon had rented it out. So we were hunting a new space when... It was just luck that I ran into this individual that works up at the fairgrounds. Now, Danielle, you've seen the place as well, I would assume? Oh, many times. I'm a lifelong resident of Sussex County, so I've been up there multiple times to tour it for this event, as well as, you know, attending other events that they have there. It's really beautiful. I didn't even know this when Dave had mentioned it. Like you had said, we're used to going up there in, say, the summer for the fair They have some food truck festivals up there, but they also have expanded to home the German Christmas market. And the buildings that they have there are actually very well equipped for the wintertime. There's two buildings there that have full heat, free Wi-Fi available. They're very well equipped for this, and they did a beautiful job setting up the German Christmas market. So I've been up there several times to tour it with Dave to get the view of what we want to put in there. And I think it's you don't expect this fairgrounds have such a nice facility that is well equipped for doing something year-round like this. They have another large venue that they use for weddings. The wedding venue is beautiful. It's another building up there that you can host a wedding reception now in the fairgrounds in this gorgeous building that they built. I believe it can hold up to three, four hundred guests. What would you say as far as where this is going to be, the Garden State Comic Fest Winter Edition, how many of that would accommodate, or what does it compare to in size, if you can... Well, the square footage of the two buildings that we took that are right next to each other together, it's about 24,000 square feet. So it's a little bit bigger than a single rink or room at our Morristown event. Winterfest has always been about half the size. Where we were last year was about 18,000 square feet, so we are a little bit bigger, and it's going to look a lot bigger because instead of being broken up on two floors, we are now in one huge facility. The vendors were pretty excited. I mean, when we announced Winterfest this year, vendors have been doing so good at it over the past couple of years. We sold out in four days when we announced in September. So On vendor side. Yeah, and attendance-wise, Winterfest is... A smaller event. Last year we had 
I want to say about 1,200 attendees, and I'm expecting easily between 1,000 and 1,500 for this one. Over the course of the both days, and that sounds like it's going to more than accommodate that. Yes. Excellent. And another couple of things I think that's got it going in its favor, like Morristown, would be the situation with, I believe, parking. Oh, exactly. Uh, The fairgrounds. More than ample parking where we are. They accommodate probably tens of thousands of people for the fair when they have it. I don't think there's any way that we could possibly run out of parking. (laughs) You know what? Yeah, there's no parking fee, correct? No. Okay. No, not at all. So there's a plus right there. uh, Even the uh, admission fee. We are doing just a $10 admission. We know it's a new venue, and this is a new product. We want people to come out and test it, see how they like it. And for $10, I mean, you can't even get a value meal at McDonald's for $10 anymore. (laughs) And then on Sunday, it is only $5. Yeah. Everybody's getting a badge, too, this time. We've never given every attendee a badge. And if you get the badge on Saturday, guess what? What? Our secret. It'll get you in on Sunday. <gasps> so uh, you're basically getting a two-day admission for 10 bucks. $10 a badge and you get two days. <laughs> okay, I'm in. I was in already. It's inexpensive because this is after the holidays and people are paying bills. So to have it at a low price is a plus, I think, there as well. Oh, definitely. You know, after the holidays, yes, everybody's paying the bills. And then we also count because a lot of people got holiday money and they want to get out there and spend it. That's... They got those gift cards. And uh, where they get to get out and find those gifts and uh, the things that they've wanted, not, you know, the socks, so to speak. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's the whole thing I've always said, whether it be on the radio or otherwise, that you got what you wanted and that you wanted what you got. Right. So $10 Saturday, $5 Sunday. If you just came on Sunday, then it's $5. And the badge or the patch, perhaps. And that uh, sounds like a a new idea, is it or no? We've always done badges. We've always wanted to do that for our VIPs, our vendors, and our artists and such. But we've never done a badge for every attendee. And we lucked out this time because we actually had a company, Tac Ops Laser Tag, who uh, sponsored the badges for us. With their help, we were actually able to print 1,300 badges. So... If we run out of badges, well, that that's a very good thing. Yes. But the first 1,300 people through that door are getting a uh, souvenir badge to take home. That's excellent. That is really great. So it, it is. It's actually very cute. You know, we played on the theme. One of our artists, Charles Paul Wilson, did the artwork. And I don't know if you've seen it on the Facebook page we have, but it's actually a very cute little caricature of Batman riding a tractor with Superman lifting the wheels up on him. It fits our theme very well. That is very cool. Yeah, yeah, incorporating both of those elements, that, that's excellent. I did see different shadings of blue, I think, as a majority of the coloring of it. Right. Just so everybody knows, no advanced sales, right? Only at the door, the tickets? Only at the door. The reason we do this, especially for Winterfest, is knock on wood, you don't know what the weather is going to be. We don't like the idea of taking people's money and then if they can't make it or they decide they can't make it because there's an inch of snow but the show still goes on, we don't want to open that can of worms. So if you want to come, great. We'd love to see you. If you can't make it, we understand, and we'll see you in Morristown. We try to make this very uh, non-stressful. The two days, the end of the month, January 28th and 29th, Saturday, Sunday. And what are the hours, Danielle, each day? We're doing 10 to 5 on Saturday and 10 to 3 on Sunday. Now, Daniel, you have some help maybe as well with regards to uh, giving out patches and taking money and 
Yeah, that's what my duties come down to. I help with the setup, and then the day of, I will probably be the person at the front gate greeting everybody as they come in. We have a bunch of different volunteers that we have coming out to help us. We have a bunch of great people that volunteer to help us out. They're always phenomenal. We'll have some people at the gate. We try to keep things going as smoothly as possible, so I'm I'm thinking with these badges, everybody's going to be very happy. And is the badge taking the place this year of the wristband, or no? That's easier to work with. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, nobody likes the uh, fumbling over a wristband with the stickies and getting people's arms. And that makes it nice and easy. Winter is cold. Get, get them in. All right, yep. let's get into the meat of that. I know I spent a lot of time on the venue, but let's get into some of the uh, the names and other things that are going on at the show. All right. Well, the big guests that we have, Bob Budiansky coming, who is the creator of 250 of the original G1 Transformers. You kind of call him Megatron's dad, if, <laughs> if you want. He'll be coming out Saturday. He is an awesome guest. He's also worked in the comic industry, including Ghost Rider and a couple other major books. Larry Hom is coming, who is the dad of G.I. Joe, when, mm-hmm. you, when you really think about it, or at least the Real American Hero line of it, where he wrote every single file card for every single figure, all 500 of them from 82 to 94, 500. and wrote most of the uh, comics mm-hmm. that just ended issue 300. He's going to be there Saturday. We have Tom Cook, legendary animator, worked for Hanna-Barbera, first to draw Skeletor. He's flying in from Washington State. Joe Statton coming in. This is his first show back. Creator of Huntress, creator of Kilowog, Dick Tracy, we have Nancy, I'm going to butcher her last name, and I apologize, Gilbert, who is the... Selkert. Selkert. She's the co-CEO of Archie Comics. The guest list on that side, we didn't skimp. We have some pretty amazing guests coming in. Yeah, Joe, as far as I know, is a veteran in the industry and stuff, and Green Lantern comes to mind prominently, and, and a bunch of other characters. Right. And a good showing for, I think I just saw a recent post on on the Archie stuff. Folks are still into Archie. I mean, that's been around for a very long time. My wife has some Archie comic books from years ago. Oh, so. Archie is from the uh, 40s, I yeah. believe. So as far as vendors, now that includes, of course, creators and uh, and others. I would say there's probably about 60 vendors in art. Actually, more than that, because there's about 35 artists and then uh, probably another 40 vendors and for the first time ever, we're actually hosting... 85? 85. Yeah, I'm looking at our sheet here. We have uh, 85 different individuals set up. Excellent. It sounds so, really great. This is a, a new venue. It's a new experiment, if you will. Fingers crossed. I think the anxiety is up as well as the optimism and, and all the positivity. Any other info? Look for more info. People want to look ahead before they go. End of January, like we said. Well, if you're into magic... The trading game, I know this is the first time we've ever been able to sponsor an actual Magic tournament. That's going to be great, and that's hosted by Nemesis Comics. And our main vendor, which is Fester's Funhouse, they're actually having a up to 30% off clearance sale. They're trying to blow out their warehouse, and they took a 20 by 40 uh, spot for the show. So they're going to have some great items, comics, toys, airsoft, swords, you name it. And for more info on all this, just go to gscomicfest.com or check us out at Facebook at Garden State Comic Fest or Instagram at gscomicfest. All right. And, Danielle, anything else from you? Or I think Dave kind of covered it. 
The other great thing that I know we've had a lot of reception online about, you know, again, this is a new venue. We're bringing in a lot of local people that maybe have never come to this. A lot of families. It's a very family-friendly venue. We have a couple cosplay groups that are coming out. So if you have a family that's maybe interested in meeting some Star Wars characters, I know we have our Mandalorian mercs coming out couple other cosplayers that should be around so there will be some cool characters for kids to meet and we're all just really excited to see what we can do here and of course kids 12 and under are free costumes encouraged correct garden state comic fest winter edition at the sussex county fairgrounds in augusta new jersey saturday and sunday january 28th and 29th the hours again 10 to 5 and 10 to 3 at the door tickets just 10 bucks on the saturday you'll get the patch the badge and it'll get you in for sunday too otherwise five dollars on sunday dave o'hare danielle pearson thank you so much looking forward to seeing you yeah, thank you so see you soon all right we'll see you there